everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mornings with Ron. I wanted to try to get one more podcast in this year as I try to work on new content for next year. And so I was going through some of my older messages, and there were a few that were some of my favorites that I wanted to share with you that I thought are appropriate for this time of year. You know, it seems like the time just flies by and we find ourselves at the end of 2021 wondering kind of what happened to this year and last year, which all seems to be kind of a blur. And as we go through these times and we're trying to figure out how to navigate our life path and what's important to us and the things that we should focus on, you know, I I try to think about things that I can do to improve um, who I am as a person, to make my life a little simpler. And sometimes I focus back on some of the times, you know, like when I was a kid, when things were definitely easier and a little simpler. So I wanted to start out this particular podcast with talking about that time back in the 1960s when I was born, and then continue on with some messages that kind of remind us how important it is to focus on who we are and who we want to be and how we want to portray ourselves in this great big world of ours. So we'll start out today with my first message, A Simpler Time. I grew up in the 1960s, which certainly had its own issues during that era. But the things that I remember are the things of which I am most fond. We lived in a neighborhood where we never locked our doors. My brother and I could be out after dark, and my parents didn't have to worry whether or not we would be home. We respected our elders. We always said, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. Milk still was left in the cooling box by our front door, and we always had dinner together around the family table. Our lives didn't revolve around television, cell phones, computers, and much of the technology we have today. We created our own games, we played outside, we were creative in our hobbies, and most importantly, we talked with each other. Of course, we had our disagreements, but at the end of the day, we were bound by a familial love that got us through difficult situations day after day. Sometimes, I miss sitting at the soda fountain and having a root beer float. I miss going into the five and dime and having the owner give us a piece of candy. I miss the church socials where you got to eat some of the best Southern cooking on the planet. I miss the annual movie theater outing where the owner had a day where Santa would come and visit and everyone got popcorn and candy for free. Maybe I'm just feeling a little sentimental as I get older. But when things get difficult in our current world, finding solace in those times gone by seemed to bring about a little peace and tranquility that helps to get through the day. There is no question that we're living in complicated times. However, we have the ability to make each day our own and block out the negative around us if we just find our own unique way of doing it. I hope this message inspires you to revisit some of the good memories of your past. Sometimes all it takes is a little reminder to visit our true selves to bring things back into perspective. When we focus on ourselves and we try to figure out who and what we want to be, we have to remember that everything that we do is significant. And we as individuals are significant. And I saw this quote by Christina Makieva that said, you may think that you're completely insignificant in this world, but someone drinks coffee every morning from their favorite cup that you gave them. Someone heard a song on the radio that reminded them of you. Someone read the book you recommended and plunged headfirst into it. Someone remembered your joke and smiled. 
returning home from work in the evening. Someone loves himself a little more because you gave them a compliment. Never think that you have no influence whatsoever. Your trace, which you leave behind with even a few good deeds, cannot be erased. And so I titled this message, You Are Significant. My sister-in-law, Debbie, finds the best post. And many times, these posts become the catalyst for the messages that I'm going to share. Other times, when I sit and write, the subject is a result of something that has happened during the day, a memory that came back to me, or just a thought that hits me that I want to share. Coming off an amazing week of celebration for my team and I, and knowing the impact we have on others, this message in particular really hits home. In this big world that we live in, we often feel like a small fish in a very big pond. We go about our day doing what we need to do, taking care of life's business, and working hard just to survive. It's very easy to take for granted the impact that we have on other people's lives that we don't even realize. There are many times throughout the day where we do good deeds that affect others that go unnoticed in our own minds. And whether we held the door open for someone entering a store or provided a kind word to someone that made a difference in how their day was going to go, we had an impact on that person. It is amazing to me how often thoughts of things that have happened in the past come back into memory. An act, gesture, or word that someone did or said that may have happened long ago suddenly pops back into your memory as if it were yesterday. And suddenly you find yourself standing in front of that person again as if it were happening live at the moment. Somewhere in our brain, we store those moments and they seem to resurface when they are needed most. Every interaction with another person contains the possibility that what we do is going to have a lasting impact on them. Be it good or bad, what we may think to be insignificant can actually wind up being one of the most significant moments in that other person's life. That makes it all the more important that we consider the consequences of our actions and words before we express them. Unfortunately, our minds do not have the ability to filter out all the bad and only remember the good. The bad interactions find a home in the brain as well. None of us are insignificant. Our ability to impact others is often beyond our imagination. So as you go throughout your day today, try hard to be more aware of what impact you're having on someone else. That awareness will often keep you from engaging in an action that will be detrimental to both you and the person on the receiving end. However, on the positive side, it could provide you an opportunity to experience the impact you are having firsthand, and that provides fuel for more of the same behavior. You have more influence than you know. No, when we're focusing on ourselves and the person that we want to be, there are many times that our thoughts kind of torpedo what we're trying to do in terms of achieving that goal. And I uh, saw this quote that said, our thoughts have incredible life-changing power. Make sure your own worst enemy is not living between your own two ears. And so I titled this message, Our Own Worst Enemy. Do you ever feel sometimes in life that you have set goals, made plans, created tasks, and no matter how hard you try, you just can't quite seem to get there? Despite persistence and perseverance, completing the list just seems like it's out of reach. You may finish some, but your list of to-do items for yourself just never seems to get finished. Now, assume you take that same list and review it with a different approach. If you were to give that list to someone you knew and they didn't complete each and every task, would you consider them a failure? If the answer is, of course not, 
then just maybe you're asking a little too much of yourself and therefore becoming your own worst enemy. Working a full job and running the Bring Smiles to Senior program often causes me to create enormous task lists. The unnecessary pressure that I put on myself sometimes causes me to stop and take a look at what I'm actually asking and requiring of myself and readjust to be much more realistic. We can't add stamina to what our bodies are already capable of, and we certainly can't add more hours to a day. So why do we put that unneeded pressure on ourselves that isn't necessary? I believe at the end of the day, everyone wants to be the best that they can be. However, sometimes the level of best that we have set for ourselves is unrealistic and unattainable. How often does anyone else really care that we haven't obtained an objective rather than ourselves? Who is waiting there with a clipboard doing a double check on us to make sure that we have completed what we have told ourselves to complete? Usually, no one but ourselves, and therein lies the possibility of becoming our own worst enemy. If we allow ourselves to require that we accomplish more than we are capable of, we only set ourselves up for failure from the very beginning. When we shorten the list, accomplish what we can, and then add more as time and stamina permits, we build a firm foundation of confidence that ultimately makes us a happier and more satisfied person. So, if you've become one of these people that have turned into your own worst enemy, there's a fix for it. Be kind to yourself as you would to others. Set realistic goals and add only as you accomplish. Reward yourself for positive steps that make you successful in your endeavors. And most of all, be your own best friend instead of your own worst enemy. As we try to move forward in life, there's many times when all we do is look back. And unfortunately, looking back and focusing on the past also often keeps us from moving forward. And so this next message I titled, Live Your Life Facing Forward. Recently, I came across a quote by Debbie Gibson, you know, think 80s singer that said, live your life facing forward, not looking back at your past. So few words for such a powerful statement, and it caused me to start to evaluate how I live my own life. Am I guilty of living in the past? Sometimes, as I think we all are, but mostly I try and focus on the hopes of tomorrow, and that is what seems to fuel my soul. There was a time in life where it was all about the past. I focused on the things I had not done right. I wondered if the career path I chose could have been better. I wasn't sure if I should have stayed in college rather than going in the military. So many questions that at the time seemed to have very few answers. However, I believe the older we get, the easier it is to look back on life as a whole and evaluate if the paths that you choose were really the right ones. In all, my life has been pretty amazing. It was the dark times that became the stepping stones to the better ones. It was the trying times that prepared me to accept the good times and enjoy them for what they offered. Every decision I made along the way resulted in exactly where I am today. I learned from the bad decisions and altered course to make sure that I didn't repeat the same mistakes. I enhanced my focus on the good decisions so that they could help guide me to an even better place than where I was. I think to some degree, we all focus on our past. It is our past that's brought us to our present. And I think what Debbie Gibson was trying to say was that if we only live our life in the past, we never get to the point where we can live life facing forward. And at the end of the day, what kind of life is that? Think about it. 
We have no ability to change the last second that just happened, yet we have every ability to change every second that comes next. Letting go of the past, yet using those experiences as learning tools, gives us the opportunity to make those next seconds something special. The entirety of the next moment rests in our hands, and only we have the power to determine its outcome. When times are tough and all we seem to be dealing with are problems, the hope for a better tomorrow becomes difficult. However, it is that very hope that helps us get to the better tomorrow and why it is so important for that hope to be maintained. Have you looked at how you live your life lately? Are you living in the past? Are you living a life facing forward? My hope for you is that you are living the latter. And as we focus on being kind to ourselves and living the life that we want to live, it's very important to make sure that we're sharing that kindness with others. And I think the thing that we sometimes forget is that kindness is free. It's one of the most beautiful things we can do to help one another, and it doesn't cost anything. So it's only natural that this next message was titled, Kindness is Free. Have you ever been out and about and had that moment when someone held the door open for you, let you go first in line, or let you pull out in front of them on the highway? Even better, you're sitting in line at the local coffee shop, and you get to the window and are told that someone in front of you paid for your order. It tends to release a set of endorphins that makes us smile and often gives us a good feeling for the rest of the day. Likewise, when we do something special like that for someone else, that same wonderful feeling seems to come over us. And when you think about it, not one of those things I mentioned hardly costs anything, yet the value the act brings is priceless. Finding an opportunity in the day to bring a little kindness to someone else doesn't take a lot of effort. But the dividends it pays to our psyche and soul are something that money could never buy. Throughout the course of life, I have encountered some of the kindest people on the planet. People who share their talent and creativity freely. People who give of their time and resources to help seniors smile in our Bring Smiles to Seniors program. People who take the time to write beautiful notes and words of encouragement. And finally, people who know and practice kindness as an integral part of their everyday living. We have seen humanity at its finest, and that has made us smile. I believe that we are all born with the kindness gene. The ability to grow and nurture it lies totally within our hands. And sometimes it's our life experiences that drive us to be a more kinder person. Often it is how we are raised and taught that makes us kinder people. Alternatively, some people reject kindness because of the bitterness caused by unfortunate life experiences. Others can't seem to shake the selfish gene to learn to put others first. When you encounter people who live their life in kindness, it's very easy to spot and they tend to put off a light that makes them someone that you just want to be around. Heaven knows that the world could use a little more kindness these days. So as you're out and about during the holidays, look for what opportunity you have to share a little kindness with someone. Who knows, they just might show a little kindness right back. As we all find ourselves in the holiday season and the busyness of life, everything seems to be in a rush and in a blur sometimes. And so I wanted to end this podcast with this final message about, are you feeling the rush? It's that time of year when everything seems to be converging together. 
the holiday rush, year-end work responsibilities, social gatherings, and holiday get-togethers all seem to consume every minute of every day. The me time that I often talk about takes a back seat, and in the rush to get everything done, some things just have to give. The problem is in figuring out just which things are going to get delayed so that you can get what needs to be done finished. The holidays are my favorite time of year. However, every year for the last few years, I find myself negotiating contracts at my day job, sometimes right up to New Year's Eve. Add to that the fact that it's also the busiest time of year for the Bring Smiles to Seniors program as we try and get all the holiday cards out. That often takes the sparkle out of the season, and I have to stop and remind myself of what's really important. I have to steal that extra minute for a dinner with friends, shopping, and pre-agreed to social engagements. The one area where this year is different is that I've managed to carve out that me time that I talk about. Those 10 to 15 minutes in a day where I focus on my meditation, remind myself of all the things that I am thankful for, and block out the outside world. It's amazing what those few minutes can do for you when you truly focus on yourself and let the rest of the world go by. And when I'm done, I have this renewed energy to tackle everything that is left for the day and then start all over again the next. Everyone could use just a few more minutes in the day to get what needs to be accomplished done. However, I would say 95% of the time, the world isn't going to come to an end if there are things on our list that just don't get finished. They make their way to the top of the priority list the next day. So, if you're feeling anxiety or a little stress that you can't seem to just fit it all in, take a moment and stop. Steal a few minutes to sit and have a cup of coffee or tea. Read a few pages in your favorite magazine. Meditate, pray, or just be with yourself. Let those moments belong to only you. Realize that all that needs to be accomplished can only be done when we're taking care of ourselves first and supplying ourselves with the energy we need to see it all through and then take care of others. And there, my friends, you have it, another episode of Mornings with Ron. I appreciate you joining me on this end of year holiday season episode. I hope that you are preparing for an amazing holiday season. It's that time of year when we need to be thankful for all the things that we have, all the things that we've been given, and the fact that we've been given the gift of yet another year of life. So as you sit around the table this holiday seasons and you're out and about with friends and family, make sure to give them a hug, remind them that they are loved, remind them how important they are, and then they will know how important you are in their lives. Happy holidays, happy new year, and I look forward to being back with you again at the beginning of the year.